The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. Welcome to another episode of The Adventure Jogger. And, you know, I've interviewed a lot of runners, and people will ask me all the time, like, Ryan, what are some of your favorite interviews? And, um, boy, I'll, I'll never reveal that, because I don't want anyone to think, like, much like my children, when they ask, like, Dad, which one is, is, is your favorite? I don't want to reveal that, because I don't want my kids being like, well, obviously, so-and-so is a favorite. But I will say one of my favorite all-time interviews is my guest on this episode of the adventure jogger had this incredible runner on multiple episodes of my last podcast uh, before that blew up and and sadly no episodes survived the bumageddon so people have asked me you know do you have copies of that of any of those episodes and this is the most requested guest like do you have the old copies of this no i have no old episodes of that podcast at all. They just simply do not exist. So it give me a great excuse to have her on again. She is the FKT holder for the women when it comes to the Ice Age Trail in Wisconsin. She is the co-host of the absolutely incredible Between Two Pastries podcast. One of my favorite all-time guests, Annie Weiss, is on the Adventure Jogger. Finally, welcome, Annie. Hey Ryan, it's great How's to have you on. Oh, it's it's I'm been so okay. excited. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Um, before we get into the the meat and potatoes of this, and we literally mean meat and yep. potatoes because you are. Um, I I don't want because I know there's a term. It's like when you call paragliders parasailers, or parasailers right. paragliders, and they get kind of pissed <laughs> off. You're you're not. Are are you a dietitian or you're a dietary? master of 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 science <laughs> that's that good i am i am a dietitian i do have a master's degree but i am a diet i dietitian by trade yes. okay what is the what is the term that if someone called you you'd be insulted nutritionist <laughs> because, because because you could be a nutritionist by just you going on facebook yes and, and, and finding an ad and, and paying like thirty dollars and you get a gift certificate yeah you can play as low as five dollars yes you know it's, it's <laughs> much fun it's much like my my ordination i am an internet pastor and i had to pay thirty dollars <laughs> and now i'm a i'm an ordained minister of the church of light and i can marry Perfect. people i paid five extra dollars to get the identification card um oh, so yeah. I, is it laminated? Yeah. I hope it's laminated. Yeah, it's, it's black and it's got gold embossed letters on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it's, really important. Holy <laughs> Anytime they use gold, that's... Oh, and you know for $5, it's absolutely yeah. real. That's awesome. So can we can we talk about food real quick yeah. before we get um, into, into what we're going to talk about? Because if anyone notices that I've got some issues on this podcast, I want to explain why. So, <laughs> so Annie, every Thursday, my 14-year-old daughter, Evelyn, has piano lessons. And so I take her to her piano lessons after school. And then when her piano lessons are done, we go out to dinner and I let her pick where to go. I'm like, okay, kid, yeah. you get to pick. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's daddy-daughter date night, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so nine times out of ten, she picks Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. because she loves hot wings 
Yeah. Like it's nobody's business. Good for her. Yeah. And I don't mean like she doesn't like like the honey barbecue. She likes the really oh, hot. Really, yeah, oh, hot. yeah. She loves the yeah. really hot hot wings. And so <laughs> we've been working our way up the menu and she started kind of halfway up the menu. Yeah. And I started way at the bottom with honey barbecue. <laughs> which is like zero spice right yeah, there's no spice and i remember the first time i'm like oh my god this is the lowest this is the lowest yeah, they have right oh god i'm sweating you know the waitress is like sir are you okay i'm right, like yeah, right. honey barbecue man i can't handle this and so <laughs> i've been doing this but working my way up the the list of spices and so today my daughter ordered the second hottest flavor wow. available at Buffalo nice. Wild Wings. It's called yep. Wow. That's that's the oh, flavor. That's what it's called. Yeah, there's only one one <laughs> higher. It's Carolina Reaper. And and, and so <laughs> she got the wow right below the Carolina Reaper. And yep. so, you know, I, and I place my order. I'm I'm picking somewhere in the middle. I'm like, I'm like medium, right? Like that's <laughs> right. as high as I'm going, as I'm going medium. And so something happened, like, cause not every time. The, the waitress that takes your order is the waitress that delivers the order. Right. And right. so we had a different waitress deliver the order and we got the, the two for one special. So they come on the same platter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the waitress is pulling up. She's going, oh, well, of course, the hotter ones are for the or for the dad yeah, for and, the dad and the medium yeah, ones right. <laughs> are for the for the little girl. Right. No, no. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I, I, my mouth was on fire up until five minutes ago. I am like, oh my Jesus, what are they Did doing? Did you have milk? Uh, no, I had, I had water, which apparently oh, is you, like. You the- gotta drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk will make that go away. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And she's like, these aren't hot at all. And it was a couple wings in before we we're like, oh shit, they, they flipped them. <laughs> so. Yeah, you don't notice it. It's like the delayed reaction, right? Like you, you're five in and nothing. yeah, yeah. And so, yes, um, my 14 year old daughter can handle spice better than me. I love that. Um, and yes, I do order boneless wings, and I do eat them with a fork. <laughs> oh, so, <wow. laughs> are you? You're you're from Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. Born, <laughs> born and raised. Born and raised. Wow, I, I'm spe- I'm speechless. Like a fork? <laughs> yeah, a fork and a knife. I cut them in half. Many of us I- don't use those things. I think <laughs> that's all the utensils here. No, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Now, growing up in Wisconsin, Annie, did you have uh, for corn on the cob? Did you have the corn holders that looked like corn? That looked like corn? Oh yeah, <laughs> had to, had to have them. Sometimes when I was a little little kid. Um, I loved those so much because of what they looked like when we would have corn, like not on the cob, just corn. Yeah. I would have to use one of those and spear it. <laughs> 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 to eat the corn. <laughs> That's what you use to eat corn. I, I, I don't know if someone dropped them off at every home in the state of Wisconsin. Like, listen, <laughs> yeah. you're building a house. You're leaving yep. these corn on the cob corn holders. <laughs> Because we can't eat corn on the cobs with our hands. Nope. And then when you're a kid, too, you have to try the whole eat it like a typewriter type of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ding! And they make the noise. And you get about halfway through the cob and your dad's like, shut up with the damn ding. Yeah. Brian still makes fun of me because I oftentimes still eat my corn on the cob that way. Do you? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Like going all the way across like that. 
You know, I don't know what the requirements are for the Miss Universe pageant, but you should be Miss Wisconsin <laughs> for that alone. You know, when, when you get up on and there should be a corn on the cob eating <laughs> right. contest. Exactly. No one wants the bathing suit competition anymore. Heck no. Because like, what does that have Unless to do with anything? While eating right. On the cob. Right. Like, like, like I could see like back in the 40s, them saying like, listen, if I got to have a Miss America, Miss Universe, <laughs> she's got to look good in a bathing suit for Christ's sake. But this right. is this is 2021. We can get rid of that. And we yep. can just have the, you know, the talent competition. And I can just picture when Steve Harvey. He's up there on stage in his purple, oversized, 47-button suit. He's going to be like, and Miss Weiss, what is your talent? And you pull out that corn on the cob with the corn on the cob holder. 30 seconds, it's gone. Yep, Contest over. We got our winner. (laughs) Winner. Shut it down. (laughs) Bring on the hot dogs. (laughs) So all of that to get to actual running stuff. What I've always loved about you. Is most people, eh, when it comes to food, are annoying. Oh, yeah. Because totally. they, they have like one, like they go to the church of keto or, <laughs> or the church of vegetables. Church and, of not eating at all. Yeah, or the, the church of starving yourself, right. you know, and that's all they preach. And, and unlike a church where you usually walk in because you want to be there, they <laughs> preach on the roadside. You know, like right. like the last place you want, to like, hey, let me tell you about keto. I didn't right. ask you about keto, but you have a you have the most level headed approach to nutrition that that I've ever met, and so I hope people um, I appreciate that. So I, unless Jeff Stafford goes off the rails and I got to delete all these episodes, hopefully this <laughs> one will, will last will last forever. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, you, right. never, you never know. Silver Silver Singles Day could go bad, and then you just don't know. <laughs> Um, but let's kind of start from there. When it comes to nutrition, excuse me, my mouth is still on fire, people. I am trying. <laughs> All right. Listen, you get your, you get your your hot wings switch with your daughters and see how you handle it. <laughs> but let's let's talk about ultra running nutrition. <clears throat> let's go over some of the the biggest misconceptions and, and ideas. And let's just start from the basics, Annie. How, oh, the- how how do people need to eat with these endurance things? The, the basics, I mean, God, I, you know, okay, so Ryan, I don't know if you know this, besides being a dietitian, I actually teach at the high school level mm-hmm. and I teach um, physiology. And so we, we get into digestion and all that stuff. And actually today we were talking about um, metabolism and all of the stuff that goes with food. And oh my God, it's just like I have on one slide, carbohydrate is the fuel of choice right. for your body, your brain everything, your body thrives on it. And um, because we have to talk about ketogenesis, because that's something that, you know, like is part of physiology and stuff. Yeah. We talk about, you know, keto ultimately. And all of the girls are like, but that doesn't make sense. Like your body doesn't want to be on keto. And they get it. And I'm like, right. right. But it just blows my mind how as adults, like as we get older, we get dumber and dumber and dumber with like this whole eating thing where it's right. just like, I'm hungry. I'm not going to eat. <laughs> You're right. just like, what? Like, or, you know, yeah, carbohydrates are, you know, the fuel that your body wants. I'm not going to eat carbohydrates. It's just like, we're constantly opposing. <laughs> right. What the most like obvious and basic physiology, you know, is of, of our body. We're just ignoring it. And right. so 
the, the, the best advice I can give to any ultra runner is check and see if you're eating carbohydrates, <laughs> which I know it sounds so silly, but like there's so many runners who neglect to just simply eat and, and frankly eat enough. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly there, you know, we have our share of people who are now willing to eat pop tarts and Twinkies and all of the things, but like, there's still a load of runners out there who just simply refuse to eat carbohydrate, let alone enough carbohydrate, which is crazy. Now, Annie, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the keto diet developed for people with epilepsy? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it is, and it's actually very specialized. Like, God, if I were to, if I were to work at children's, for example, Mm -hmm. like the children's hospital, um, I would have to be trained again with epilepsy because it's very, the numbers are very specific. So like someone just decided one day, like, wow, that's a great diet. Let's pull that and throw it into the diet market and make billions of dollars. And they just completely... No, no one in the public, A, knows that it's for people with epilepsy and B, that it's actually the numbers and calculations are really specific to that individual person. Right. So someone just said, yep, we're just going to eat all the fat in the world and that'll that'll do it. And we're going to slap that slogan on there that you'll lose weight or have mental clarity or whatever you know, thing that'll draw people in and that we can build more fear in their world. And, and people bought into it, especially athletes, which I find really remarkable. Well, I think we're easy to sell on shit, especially yeah, runners because we we're sit good there. listeners. We are because we got a lot of time. So we listen to podcasts <laughs> and we got some, some doctor so-and-so on there. And he's like, listen, for yep. only $199, I can send you my Dr. Flippy Flaps <laughs> keto diet book that'll get you all set up and ready to go. Or you listen to some guy who just eats vegetables. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, I just I fuel on beets, beets yep. and carrots, man. The, the piece that people forget about is like they listen to these people who, you know, push whatever. Um and they forget that, like, the person pushing it is a multimillionaire, maybe has a cook, maybe, you know, like, there was a doctor, and, and you know the area of Milwaukee, yeah. right? You know, do you remember St. Joe's Hospital yeah. and where that's located? And I may how- have been born in St. Joe's Hospital, to be honest with you. Yeah, right, yeah. right. You you might have been. And um, so, you know the clientele going into St. Joe's, mm-hmm. right? Like. There was a doctor there who was pushing, you know, basically it was kind of the first beginning of the the wave of no carbohydrate. You know, he was pushing no wheat, no gluten, you know, basically no carb. And the the doctors that had come together to do this, there were two of them. They said, um, yeah, this diet is really because we were questioning them about it. And they said, yeah, it's really um it's too bad if you can't pay for the food and that's just, it's basically, they were saying it's like natural selection Mm -hmm. of who's going to be able to do it and who won't be able to afford it. And both these guys had people who could personally cook for them and they never had to cook. They they had no issue with buying groceries or anything and and access to food. And I'm just sitting here like, do you know what hospital you're at? Like (laughs) there isn't a soul in this hospital that can pay for the specialty types of foods that you're looking to give right. them. It, and it's just so like, I, I often wonder if people realize like, you know, who they're listening to and, yeah. and the demands that they're asking of them. It's just kind of mind blowing where it's just like, Hey, if you listen to me, I'm telling you, you can eat cake and you won't gain weight. 
Right. And and some of that, obviously, there's some fears in there that come along with it. But no one wants to believe that like a balance of everything is is going to work. Well, I think we look at our our our, our friends, the triathletes across yeah. the street from us and we're like, well, fuck, they're already forty thousand dollars into this. Yeah. And they haven't yeah. even done a triathlon with their <laughs> you know twenty thousand dollar bike, you know, ten thousand dollar shorts and their fifteen hundred dollar entry fee. And we're like, well, crap, I'm out of pair of shoes. I yeah. obviously must need to spend more money <laughs> just to kind of keep up with this. This is just too cheap. It's right. too cheap to be to be good. I got to start spending some more money. Bandana, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to show up in a shirt. You, exactly. You right. Exactly. A buddy of mine bought a carbon fiber bike. And she he was, really? Yeah, it was ten thousand dollars. Told me and the wheels were five thousand dollars. Shut up. Yeah, I'm like shit, dude. You could have bought a a car. car. <laughs> I could buy one right on the street right now for that. Exactly. And he's going to go out and buy a 1989 <laughs> Honda Del Sol. It's right. all set, ready to go. Cruise Less around under it. Under the tire wheels, right? Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Put some hot rims on that bad boy and, and street right? race it down, down 100, under Highway 100. <laughs> highway 100. Do you remember in the 90s when we would have the, like, the CD player that you had to put in and then yes. like when you got out of your car, you, you yeah. made sure you removed it. <laughs> I'll do you one better, Annie. Do you remember having the Discman? <laughs> and then you'd get the little cassette that would plug in the the adapter. You'd plug it in, right? Yes. And you yes. had to steal one of your mom's nice hand towels to put the, the CD player on so it wouldn't skip. Yes. Yeah, that was. That I was, remember that. Did too. you ever cruise Highway 100? When I, you were I cruised it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I cruised it once in a while. <laughs> Because I'm just—I've never admitted that. I'm starting to sweat a little. Like what time frame? I'm just trying to to see. Um, probably more in the eight to ten p.m. range. But like no, like like late nineties. Yes. Okay. Late nineties, early two thousand. Okay, so that was when I was cruising Highway One Hundred. Did you ever have a gleepy looking fellow riding shotgun in a white Volkswagen Scirocco chuck his phone number in your window? Has that ever happened? And you didn't <laughs> no, call. I didn't. <laughs> It shouldn't, but I, I know of other similar situations like that for me. I was just, I didn't want this to get uncomfortable. You know, I didn't want you to be like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, white Volkswagen Scirocco? I remember you now. I'm done. Yeah, well, I got to go. No more knowledge. Right. That's all you're getting from me. Oh, it was so awful back then. Oh, God. Yeah, those were the days, though, man. Right? Those were the days. You can't do that anymore. No, you can't. No, you can't. We should go back and try it anyway. We should try, though. My wife and I will get in our minivan, and you and Brian can get in your car, and then we'll see if we can chuck phone numbers across, see if it works. It's a minivan. They'd probably allow it. (laughs) Laugh all you want. Yeah, it's like, laugh all you want, motherfuckers. They're the greatest crew vehicle ever. They are. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's the best thing in the world. Oh, God, you can yeah. sit down. You can Ugh. do it. You can do so much in there. It's amazing. Every seat's, every seat's comfortable. Yes. You know, I roll up at an aid station in my, my, my Toyota Sienna minivan, and I see somebody in the smallest Subaru. I'm like, oh, sucks to be you. Nope. Can't do it. Minivans are the way to go. I, I got seven that. people. Seven people comfortable in here, man. You're lucky you can get four in there. But anyway, okay. Yeah, right. So we gotta get we gotta get back to nutrition before people tune out on yeah, our Wisconsin yeah, talk. Gonna turn off. We're gonna talk <laughs> about Culver's coming up. I will just leave it with this. Culver's. Okay. So Buffalo Wild Wings, Annie, I don't know if you'd consider this an abomination. Um <laughs> this they're not they're not sponsoring this podcast. We don't take <laughs> sponsors. On their menu, on their secret menu, 
you can order fried cheese curds and they give you caramel sauce with it. Oh, that's like state fair version. Divine. Really? From that the sounds st- right, it's not on the menu. You can just say, "Hey, I need the uh, cheese curds with caramel sauce." Oh, okay. And then they'll bring it to you, and it is fresh from the stoner kitchen. It yeah. is divine. Wow! 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 That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. A little okay. bit of knowledge, you know? Yeah, that's great. I didn't know that about them. I'll tell you what, my my reviews are going to go way up after this yeah. episode. <laughs> I was like. I'm going to VW3. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't like that podcast until he told me about the cheese curd thing right. at B-Dubs. I went and got right. cheese curd and caramel sauce. <laughs> Everyone's going to turn us off now so they go to VW3. <laughs> <laughs> Get the caramel sauce. <laughs> so, so going back to nutrition and actual running before before we right, we, we right. tune everybody out. So we we know and and I've I've fallen victim to it. I've I've I bought the 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 I bought the Rich Roll cookbook, plant powered way. Yeah, I, I I bought that because I was like, you know, I got kind in of in our kitchen too. It's in your kitchen. I've never used it. Never yeah, have never either. Used it. And so my wife, who's been on the podcast, who's a wonderful woman, um, very practical. I order it without telling her because mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to have the discussion because she's going to say you don't need the rich roll cookbook. And I'm like, oh, no, baby, this is going to change our lives. And I was hoping that much like a lot of things like, cover, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, you didn't want an iPad either. And now you use your iPad all the time. Right. Like you didn't think I should get a GTI. And now you want to drive it all the time. <laughs> There's just times that, that I'm right. And, and you're right. wrong, and it's hard for me to oh, overcome right. that. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to get the Ritual Plant Powered Way Cookbook, mm-hmm. and we we are going to transform ourselves into the picture of fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be the best ultra runner in the world. Um, I'm going to be the sexiest man alive. You know, People Magazine's going to be knocking on the door. You'll shine a little bit. Oh, you get God. shiny based on his pictures. Yeah, I'll have a sweet-ass beard like Rich has lately. Um, mm-hmm. and my, oh, yeah. My wife's going to be a model and a middle right. school teacher. Those plants is what that's what they do to you. Oh, it's it's freaking amazing. And so right. I got it and I'm looking through this this plant power cookbook. First my wife's like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's a podcast." It's a thing. It's a cookbook. And she pages through it and goes, "This is crap. We, we can't make any of this stuff." And I'm like, "No, no, no, we can't. I will pick a recipe out of here. And I will <laughs> I will go to the store and I will get everything I need to make mm-hmm. this recipe. This is going to be Did you find it all? No, because I couldn't find a single damn thing. <laughs> exactly. Where do you shop? Where do you shop? I don't know. He should have put on there. This only works in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. Where someone shops for you and cooks for you. Have you ever been to a Walmart neighborhood market asking <laughs> for some sort of strange ass sprout and getting the look on the face of the poor worker who is like, how do I tell this fucking idiot? This is whole. This is not Whole Foods. This is the Walmart neighborhood market. Right. And even Whole Foods might not have some of that stuff. Oh, they have it. It's just in the back. <laughs> They've got it. It's, in the, it's the secret stash in the back, the rich roll section in the back. <laughs> They're familiar with the plant so, board way. So we, we never made a single recipe out of that book. Now, listen. I have no problems with Rich Roll. I think he's very entertaining. I've gotten a lot of joy out of his podcast. And if you live in a town where you can find all that stuff, that is awesome. Knock yourself out. But where I live, you it, does, it didn't work. I couldn't make a single recipe. Well, you know, out of that book. I, where I live, we're not making recipes like that anywhere around here. No. <laughs> like, 
it's I have the cookbook. I've paged through it as well. And I thought the same thing. I don't have access to so much in here. Yeah. And it it, it brings on good ideas, maybe, you know, like, yeah, that kind of a thing. But I ate more vegetables because of it. I mean, I went from sure. the first 35 years of my life. I maybe ate like a bag of carrots total <laughs> collectively, like a bag of baby carrots. Like I had like one bag of baby carrots and, and that was about it. It was a whole lot of corn, but apparently corn's, oh, yeah. corn's not a vegetable. It's a starch. Well, I don't know. If it comes from the earth, it comes from the ground. Yeah. That's why I'm like, what? It's like, yeah. Corn's yeah. not a vegetable. There's arguments depending on who you ask, a botanist, a dietitian. You know, you know what says corn's not a vegetable, a buzzkill. Cause I, yeah, exactly. I, I ate enough corn, you know, like I am this, I am the sole reason that it know. goes through you so oh man oh yeah right. Be oh right dude i was plowing <laughs> through some right corn through. <laughs> you know so corn and, and 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 carrots and so i maybe didn't make any of his you know goat cheese or no it wouldn't be goat cheese nut cheese which mm. I, as a I, I still have the mind of a 12 year old boy and i want to laugh every time i say nut cheese. <laughs> 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 brian's laughing <laughs> My wife would never be able to have sex with me if I was like, honey, this meal is made with nut cheese. Nut cheese. It'll never happen again. <laughs> what are these divorce papers? What is this doing? <laughs> um, so, no. So, all of that to say, I did eat more vegetables because of it. So, I started having like, like salads. Because I'm like, Rich, I can't, I can't roll with you on all this stuff. But, man, I can rock some iceberg lettuce all day long. <laughs> iceberg lettuce. Right. Covered with ranch and cheese. And yeah, Nutella. and then some buzzkills like that's the worst <laughs> lettuce you could eat. Well, it's better than fucking nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Better than nothing. And so, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. But let's talk about like a healthy approach. What is what is the Annie Weiss method? The free method that we're going to give out that we're not going to charge. Like we're not going to stop the podcast now and go like, okay, everybody, you want this nineteen ninety nine. Go on yeah. Patreon right now. But what it like? What are your recommendations for an athlete? For someone who's, you know, you have you have a job and you still have to work, but but what you want to eat a, a better diet for endurance running? Yeah, for endurance sports, and 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 certainly this would be what I would tell anyone. And uh, so every human being is going to have specifics for themselves, yeah. you know, right? Like we'll be individualized, but for the general public, you're running, you're doing um, athletics, endurance sports. Um, basically don't skip breakfast, don't skip any meal, but make sure you're having breakfast and breakfast should be your, your biggest meal. Ultimately, mm -hmm. um, don't skip lunch, don't skip dinner. And you're going to have snacks within there as well. So that's your, you know, your basic quote unquote meal plan, if you will, but within there have foods that bring you joy. Don't avoid what you want to eat because when you avoid what you want to eat, you're just going to constantly be thinking about it right. all the time. Yeah. Like now I'm thinking about cake because I didn't eat that cake at lunch today with the birthday party. Right. So now I'm just thinking about it constantly. So then at 3 p.m. when no one's in the break room, you're going in and now you're having three pieces of cake when you could have just had that one piece of cake to celebrate. So we have to start listening to our body cues, our mental cues and enjoy the food that we want to eat um, and stop thinking like, oh, I can't have that. Oh, I shouldn't have that. That's not okay for me because as endurance athletes, majority of us are going to under consume. As a matter of fact, mm. for some reason in the running world, we just we're under consuming. It's like, it's, 
you look better if you're not eating enough. And I don't mean look physically better. Right. I just mean like, you, you know, oh, I'm more respected because I'm not eating all of yeah. that. It's, and there's a, you know, obviously subgroups of athletes who are like, well, you know, we don't eat anything and we can finish the race or we don't drink water and we can finish and we, you know, do these other things. And I don't fuel with carb, but fat and, you know, all of the differences yeah. there. And it's just like the running culture is so full of, a misguided information, but just so much restriction. Yeah. So if people could just simply as endurance athletes realize their needs as human beings and respond to that, like, for example, like just working with someone who maybe doesn't have an issue with just a little bit naive about nutrition and they're doing a, for example, 50 miler, and let's say it's going to take them 10 hours. Yeah. Um, they wake up and they, they eat breakfast and they do the run and they can't understand why they bonked and it didn't go well. And they finished, let's say, and you get back and you're talking to them and they're like, well, I had, you know, a good breakfast and the breakfast looks good. But then during they ate, you know, a equivalent of a gel or two every hour. Yeah. And I, I always come back and I say to people, okay, you ate breakfast, but on a Wednesday morning, when you're going to go do an, an hour workout, let's say you eat breakfast and then a snack and then lunch and a snack and dinner and then right. 10 hours comes. But yet on race day, you eat breakfast as if you're going to go sit at the office. Right. And now you've just done 10 hours of activity fueling even less than if you were eating meals and snacks. Yeah. So it's this concept of just simply eating enough for our activity. And I think, I don't know if it's because people don't think they're working hard when they do endurance events because they can talk, they right. can't, you know, it's, it's, well, it's, quote unquote, just a 10 minute mile pace right. or a 12 or 15 or whatever, just because you're not running fast doesn't mean you're not revving your engine and burning fuel. Um, and when we burn fuel, oftentimes people don't realize they're going to start burning their muscle mass if they're not eating enough. Mm -hmm. um, and then our cortisol levels will increase and, you know, stress is building, cortisol increases, and then we don't end up, you know, quote unquote, toning or losing the weight that we want to see lost. Right. Well, we're not eating enough. We're not supporting the activity we're doing. But for some reason, we don't feel like our activities or, or ourselves, like we're worthy enough to eat enough. So my best advice to, to ultra athletes in terms of just generalized eating is think about in that race day, like, am I eating as if I'm sitting at the office? even though it's spread out, you know, like every hour or something yeah. calorically, or am I eating enough to, to support what I'm doing in the, in, in this 10 hour period or whatever it might be. So um, that's a part that people, people really kind of like their eyes get real big and they're like, Oh, I didn't, they don't even, they don't even think about that, you know? Right. And then of course, for endurance athletes, making sure to recover. So many people just want to recover with a brat and a beer, uh, which is wonderful. And I get that. But before you have the brat and the beer, have, you know, a glass of chocolate milk or your, you know, a recovery shake, a four to one ratio of carb to protein. Because um, if we're not getting that carbohydrate in immediately after we exercise or work out or do that yeah. run, the run was useless. We're, we're going to start burning our muscles. So um, that's something that always irks me and, and something that's so easy that people can do. But again, we live in a world where, you know, don't eat, don't eat fast, keto, this, that, paleo, whatever. Right. And I think people are just so scared. They just, they just don't eat that. <laughs> they just don't touch anything. So we, we need a catchy name for what you're saying. 
Yeah, I know. And balance and moderation, which is what, you know, it goes by is, is not glamorous. No, so people not. don't want to believe it. No, you need to just say, this is what Beyonce does. I need to get her contact information. People on the red carpet are like, Beyonce, how is it that you eat so practically? She's like, what are you talking about? We're talking about, no, we're talking about the Beyonce diet. She's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You do. You yeah, do. You do. Oh, sure you do. Yeah. You, you, the, you do. The top secret. <laughs> Don't hide it Beyonce, Beyonce <laughs> diet. Now, when it comes to during the event, you were talking uh, about yeah. that. And, and gels to me have always kind of been those between aid station supplements. Something to, sure. you know, if you're five or six or seven miles between an aid station, you're going to want something in the middle just to kind of Absolutely, keep, level yeah. out your blood sugar. Um, but what but what about at the aid station? The, the real food. Yeah. So, so many people just like, so we all know aid stations. It's M&M's, Skittles. Hopefully they don't mix. You've got potato chips. You've got, you could have like a, a bean roll up or peanut butter roll yeah. up or sandwiches. There's, I mean, I remember when I was pacing my friend Andrea at Superior. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been up there for that race. I ran that race. I finished like 15th. <laughs> yeah. It's 15th place. It's a big place. <laughs> I got my own parking and, uh, spot in in, in Lutzen. They're like fifteenth place parks here. Parks here. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and uh, so I, I'm at the aid station. I don't remember what number. It was in the second half. Yeah. I've never seen a spread of, and I heard the person, you know, some runners came up, I was waiting for her and some runners come up and they're like, we have vegan hot dogs. We have vegan this, and we have vegetarian this, and this is gluten-free and this. And I was just like, I was overwhelmed sitting there thinking about being an athlete to come up and have this whole spread of all these different sensitivity, allergy, like, or diet type foods. And I'm like, when did an aid station turn into 40 different banana breads? Right. Why is this not just the the fuel we need? Right. You know, and and a and a balance of carbohydrate and fat in right. that in that is, instance. And so um that you know that was kind of like whoa, it was mind blowing, but you know to pull up to that aid station um, I always tell people like, what are you doing? And they're usually like, well, I grab a, a handful of potato chips and a, and a couple pickles and yeah. I'll, and I'll look at them. I'm like, that's wonderful. But you just grabbed like 12 potato chips is maybe 120 calories. Right. And pickles are nothing. Right. In terms of energy. So I like, you got to eat more at those aid stations. So if you think about it, let's say you're strolling into that aid station at 11 AM, have a whole peanut butter and jelly sandwich a handful or two of chips, a handful of M&Ms or, or cracker or whatever, mm. something else similar, and a tall glass of, of like a Gatorade or something. Yeah. Now you've had a lunch and you're still moving. So you're probably more on top of it. But like think of eating at aid stations is like a meal time yeah. or a snack time. And then, like you said, in between, you might have that gel or candy or whatever that's on your pack yeah. um, to get you through to that next aid station. But, yeah, people definitely need to eat more at aid stations. But I think there is some like, well, I don't want to be there for too long. Well, you and can kind of like, you, you're not you're not sitting down at a table and asking right. for a menu. <laughs> Some people maybe, right? Right, <laughs> right? Like, right. It's time to eat, <laughs> right? But I think, but you I mean, grab and you go. Know, you you grab your food and just keep keep rolling. So like, you can be there two minutes at best. Right. You know, get all your things and fill all the things, 
and eat as you eat as you keep moving. But yeah, to sit down and and eat a spread is like maybe we don't need to do that. No, yeah, you don't need to get like a menu, please menu. Your menu what are the specials today. <laughs> you don't need to do that. That being said, if you do run Superior or you're up in the northern Wisconsin area, there is a restaurant about an hour south of the start line at Superior. It's in Wisconsin. And it's a it's a it's in a little tiny town, and I'm so sorry I forgot the name, but you can just Google it and you'll find it. It's called the Norsky Nook. It is this oh, little yeah. restaurant in the middle of, of northern Wisconsin. Pancakes, giant effing pancakes, and pie with every meal. Oh yeah, they have like 900 different pies. Homemade pie. Oh yeah. Yep. Osseo, Osseo, Wisconsin. Yes. The Norsky Nook in Osseo, Wisconsin. You have to go there and get some pie. And if you don't, if you roll into the Norsky Nook and you're like, do you have any vegan options? They're going to be like, excuse me, are you lost? This is the Norsky Nook. We don't got none of them here. Um, You'll be shy. Right. (laughs) Right. But if you, and two at the end, when they're like, hey, uh, hey, honey, what type of pie would you like there, eh? And you say, like, oh, I don't want pie. They they, again. They will kick you out. You're taking pie. Yeah, yeah they will. That they, place is generally really busy. I oh, mean, yeah. like you you can roll in and, you know, be like, okay, we're going to go eat there. And I mean, you're better to call and get a reservation. <laughs> yeah, get your reservation. You have to go. If you're, if you're running Superior um, yeah. and you don't and you don't go to the Norsky Nook before or after or both, or John, both. John Store Camp should take away your buckle. Yeah. You should be like, I heard about I heard what you did. And you need to, you need to send me back that buckle because you didn't get the experience. You did not eat it. No, no need for trail work. You have to go here. <laughs> That's a requirement. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for a race to say, like, here's your requirement. You got to go to the Norsky Nook and eat, <laughs> eat a fucking giant stack of pancakes the size of a and plate. A like, right. like if four pancakes the size of a giant dinner plate and oh, a slice so of good. pie afterwards oh i love that mm-hmm. that's and that's good eating but like you have people though again who are no i you know i can't eat that yeah and it's like you're missing the experience there's so much experience like with your daughter like how yeah. awesome of an experience to remember as you get older is you know she leaves the nest kind of a thing like that's the cool part is the experience oh she's going to remember the fact that her dad got the wow wings <laughs> by mistake <laughs> For the rest of her life. Here Did I am. you take any pictures? Um, there's something. There's yeah. There's they're on Facebook. Everybody, you can go oh, look. Perfect, perfect. Um, I, I but but no, it's just like just the joy of people staring at the restaurant, going, "My God, that grown ass man is crying <laughs> over boneless wings. He's eating with a knife and a fork. Wow, look at his armpits. <laughs> he's he's sweating. That guy is sweating. <laughs> that's how I knew I didn't have the Rona, by the way. I'm like, that, that's a Rona test. You know, like you got to wait in line for those for those coronavirus tests. And yeah, then they, then they stick that thing way up your nose, right? Yeah. Oh, it's all uncomfortable. Oh, I've had, oh, I'll tell you what, though, after they do that, I've never, bre- I never breathed better for 20 minutes oh, really? after they do that, that COVID test. I'm like, my God, my, yeah. my lungs are filling with air. Um, <laughs> but if you want a cheap COVID test, order some hot wings. You can taste that shit. You ain't got COVID. Yeah, you you're good. You're good. That's amazing. <laughs> did you get your did you get your vaccine by the way? I did. Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated as of like oh, February, early February or so. How the hell did you get that so quick? I work in healthcare. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So our hospital had a um was gifted a bunch of Moderna and we all I actually majority and we're behavioral health, so yeah. smaller, you know, it's not a big yeah. hospital, but yeah. I I want to say majority of employees got it which was great 
I got some a little bit early because um, down here they're having a problem with some uh, pharmacies are having have more than than they need. Yeah. And so, Same here. right. And so they're, they're, they're basically, there's a shelf life on these things. Yep. And so yep. I had a guy call me and say, Hey, do you want the vaccine? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not, that's not my, my turn yet. And yeah. he said, um, do you have any breathing problems? I said, I had asthma as a kid works for me. Come on down and get shot. And wow. so that way it was great to not have to wait, but you got Moderna, right? Yeah. You get Pfizer. I got Moderna. Did it knock you on your oh, ass? Did you? Did your second one knock um, you on your ass? So Ryan, uh, Brian and I had COVID really, really bad late December, early January. So yeah. when I got the vaccine about mid to late January, um, my first shot knocked me on my feet again, like yeah. COVID for about 24 hours. Yeah. And then the second shot was totally fine. Okay. Cause Ryan I got-, got Pfizer and he, his second shot, he had a fever and that was it. Okay. So was, he did pretty good. Too. Was Brian going around licking bar stools or something? How'd you get up with the road? Right? Like I, I- <laughs> I'm not going to get the road. I'm young. Ah! And next thing you know, <laughs> he, uh, well, He's a he's a coach, so oh. he was able to get it. Um, and you know what? He could have gotten it a while ago because he's a coach, and it never clicked. You got to disinfect that whistle, man. You got to disinfect that whistle, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we ended up having it late December, and uh, yeah, that was rough. I had to get an echo and everything. Really? Yeah. Damn. Oh, my my doctor was like, "This isn't good." Yeah my my chest felt it was like someone was stepping on it constantly. It was really hard to breathe. Man, I I was not running for a whole month in there, which wow. is nice. I mean, that's a nice break. It is know? a nice like, break to have. It's kind of you know blessing in disguise. But um, yeah, it definitely that was ugh, it sucked. I got my first shot. I didn't feel a thing, and then I was I was getting ready for my second shot. I heard that the second shot it affected yeah. some people, and I was like, "Ain't gonna affect me." I'm 42 <laughs> years old, man. I am a former ultra runner, meaning that I was in, I'm was i not in the shape to run ultras again, but I'm a half marathon <laughs> shape. I'm in half marathon shape. I'm a manager of a successful company. Right. Um, you I know, got Rich Roll's cookbook. Rich Roll. I got Plant Powered Way. It's, <laughs> Plant Powered Way keeps the downstairs door from closing when I want right? to keep it open. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to be affected by this. You know who's affected by this? People that ain't in half marathon shape. That's who's going to be affected by it. <laughs> I got that shot and I drove home. I'm like, see, not a problem. About, I got it at five o'clock in the evening, about 11 o'clock the next morning. Boom, hit like a train. Really? Yeah, I was oh, like, damn. Fatigue and everything. Oh, it was horrible. And I'm Were at you, work. Uh, you go to work? I was at work and I'm like, just oh. get through the day. And you know how when you're at work sometimes, and like you can go for weeks and like nothing happens that requires any oh, attention yeah no effort whatsoever. you're sitting in your yeah. desk and you're typing away and be like hey guys what's going on just typing got some reports to write <laughs> but for whatever reason that day shit had to hit the fan and oh I'm yeah like, oh and then my That's- phone rings and it's not a good phone call and oh. it was it was all oh god it was so horrible but i feel i feel way better now Good, good. That was after your first or second? That was, that was my your, second. Yeah. That was second. So I'm, I'm like a couple of days away from being fully vaccinated, which feels great. Yeah, um, yeah it's a good thing. Yeah, because, you know, I, I have a feeling that some some destination bigger races um, are going to require you to, to have that if you're going to be out there, especially crewing. And my buddy Kyle Curtin is yep. in Western States. Oh, nice. So we're going to go out and crew him 
um, and pace him. Um, now, do, awesome. tell me how reasonable this is, Annie. You know, Kyle is the FKT holder for the unsupported Tahoe Rim Trail. Yeah. He also owns the uh, the course record at the Tahoe 200. Um, he's gunning for, for top 10 at Western States, right? Nice. Um, so when you're gunning for top 10 at Western States, who do you get for your crew but a 60-year-old man that's, got no, that's getting over pneumonia <laughs> and, a, and a pudgy radio DJ, like like who's like man, half marathon? right half marathon shape. <laughs> you like like the who's the best crew you can put together? Sixty year old man getting over pneumonia in half marathon shape radio DJ. That's this is going to be Sounds a recipe perfect. for success. <laughs> it's going to go real well. <laughs> I hope that they give shirts out to to pacers that get dropped at Western States. Oh yes! I want a shirt that says I paced Western <laughs> States. I got dropped, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. That's awesome. You could make those. I could. You could, you could sell them up there on the side of the road. No, because they make the Pacers have to wear bibs there. And yeah. so he's going to drop my ass, right? And he's going to get to right. the aid station 10 minutes ahead of me. And then it's going to be nighttime. And then it'd be crumbing in. And then people are going, yeah, you're doing great. You're yeah, doing great. Job. I'm like, no, no, Pacer, I got dropped. Pacer, Pacer. <laughs> I was dropped. <laughs> Oh, I remember that at Leadville. There were pacers like that all over the place. And they were coming into the aid station like, just a pacer, just a pacer. (laughs) It was like, oh, that sucks. No, there is shifting gears for a second on nutrition. When you are pacing someone, you do feel like when you roll into an aid station, you're just like, just just a pacer. Because people would cheer you on too. It's like, because other races, people don't know. Because you, oh, you, yes. you know. The, the, and they hand you everything. Here's yeah. some food. Do you need water? Let's do this. It's like, oh, honey, you're doing going. great. You're doing a great job. You're going to finish this. And, and, and some people do such a great job at aid stations, like pumping you up. Oh, you don't yeah. want to say that. You're just a pacer. You're like you're right. like you want to come in just saying to everybody like, hey, hey, pacer here. But they pacer. treat you so well. You're like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't have finished this race if it wasn't for you. Because right. <laughs> they're just so, so nice. It's too bad they don't have pacers and ultras carry the like the stick signs like they do in marathons. They should do that. They should. We or, don't. <laughs> you know how they have those um, in football practice. You know, when when the Packers have have training camp yeah. and they put Aaron Rodgers in that bright orange jersey so nobody hits him. Like a penny? Yeah, like like one of those things. Yeah. Like a penny. Yeah. yeah we, or, or a special t shirt or something. Yeah, they they should make all pacers should have something. to wear like blaze orange or one yes. of those like jersey, like penny things where you roll in, you know, so people will know. Like I'm not gonna So they know not to be like right. good job. I'm not so cheering like, this oh, guy yeah. on. <laughs> I'm not giving this woman you know, special yeah, no service, for you, right? Exactly, because right? you just know this person is a pacer. You did nothing in those twenty right. miles, exactly. Exactly. You're just the pacer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> Get a just a pacer T-shirt. I like it. That'd be really, really good. Really good. All right, so we talk some more about about nutrition here. What are the gels that you like? Ooh, I'm not a big gel user, but if I were to use a gel. Oh, that's a good question. What was the last kind of gel I used? I used uh, V Fuel for a little bit. Is that and the one that with started, it has? That's, that's like a, the one out of Colorado. Okay, because there's one that has like bee venom in it. Yep, no, nope, I haven't had that right. one. Okay. Um, I don't care for honey stinger, but that's because I don't I don't care for honey very much. Yeah. Um, Cliff is generally okay. See, the problem is, Ryan. Do you remember back in college when you drank too much and then you threw up? 
what yes. you drank. Yes. And now you can't drink that anymore. Southern Comfort. <laughs> what is it for you? Uh, UV Blue. Oh. <laughs> Not that I would choose to drink that now. <laughs> UV Blue. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. Um, was, that, was that before or after the Wapatuli party? <laughs> uh, generally before. <laughs> If you don't know what Wapatuli is, by the way, a lot of there's a lot of different names for it, but it's when everybody brings a different liquor and you pour it into a garbage can. Yeah. And then you just you take cups out of it. I think they call it punch other places. Do they not do that in other places? They do, but they call it different things. Why? It's only Wapatuli. Okay. It's only Wapatuli in Wisconsin. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was generally before. Um, but (laughs) I had that experience with gel. So So I was on a run summers ago and I took a gel and I just immediately started hurling and it tasted like the, um, the gel that I was using and it was a goo. Yeah. And now I just like, you know, you get that gag thing going when it's similar to back, you know, with UV blue. So I generally am not using gels as much. I will, uh, in a bind and stuff like that, but they just got to go straight down the chute and can't even let it linger in my mouth. Do you remember the flavor of the goo that, that caused that was it uv blue was that their new it, it was chocolate mint <laughs> oh okay that's not too bad yeah no it shouldn't be and it should have been really delightful and everything maybe because it was more of a winter flavor my my guess is because i remember it was distinctly summertime that maybe that was an expired show. it could have been expired yeah because i was thinking maybe you got stuck with with like um there's one flavor called tutti frutti Ooh. which has nothing to do with little richard by the way okay. um but that one, I, th- I think I've had the Tutti Frutti one. And I really think that somewhere at Goo, there's, there's an office where, it's, <laughs> where people sit there and go, let's see if we can get motherfuckers to buy this shit. And they go, what is the most awful flavor you can think of that, that people would buy? Tutti Frutti. Because what like, did it taste like? It tasted like toothpaste. Ooh, it tastes like a big old thing of fluoride, like 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 Aquafresh. You know, it was like, like here's a here's a big tube of Aquafresh. It was it tastes <laughs> it tastes a lot like that. And then they had Look. that that Hoppy Trails one. Oh you know? yeah, that sounds like like that. Mm-mm. I'm waiting for the next one to be like doggy diarrhea. Then yeah. I'll know for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, that's how I know Goose messing with us. <laughs> There's this, this blatant. With, yeah, the first one's you like. You know, it's, it's like Jelly Belly. They made all those disgusting yep. flavors or like zombie Skittles. Yeah. And people people eat it still. <laughs> oh, and because kids like that shit. They love it. They love being grossed out. Oh, and they love the hot stuff. Do you ever have you ever had those Taki chips? No. What's that? It's like a hot chip. Like like flaming Cheetos, but like makes flaming Cheetos taste like regular Cheetos because they're really really hot. Really, I love I love hot stuff, so I probably would like them. Right now, your husband's going, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he just wants he just wants that part of the podcast. Like, send me that audio. That's just gonna be his ringtone when Annie calls. I only like hot stuff. Oh, look at me. That's me. You put a picture of him up. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm waiting for that. Like, because it seems like with the Tutti Frutti, when they were like, let's make one that tastes like Aquafresh and we'll call it Tutti Frutti. And then I I had a friend way back in the day, not way back, 10 years ago when I was marathoning, the only gels he used, Mm -hmm. plain. Oh. What does that taste like? No flavor. It's nothing. It's like nothing. It tastes like hot glue or something. 
It's, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's that's by the way, it's Goo's next flavor, hot glue. <laughs> hot glue. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, it was, nothing, it was just gel, like really jelly in your mouth, but no flavor. It was so weird. And he used, you know, 10 of them at a t- crack. It was nuts. My favorite gel, and I've said this before, is uh, Hammer's Montana Huckleberry. Ah, the Huckleberry. Oh, I it's love gotta it. It's got to be frozen. Yeah, it, it, they're really, really good. And and I and this happened the other day. I um, you know, because Instagram, I, I don't know Instagram very well. Um, like I don't get the hashtags and all that stuff. And people that yeah, follow yeah. the Adventure Jogger know that like this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And so I have an Adventure <laughs> Jogger page, and then I have a Ryan page. But I oh, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never checked the Ryan page, except the other day. I'm like, oh, someone's messaging me, and it was another podcast wanting to have me on, so I can put people. Oh, nice. I put people to sleep. I'm the worst guest ever. Um, <laughs> but um, but then I noticed that Hammer tagged me in a post. Oh. And I was like, okay, this could be one of two things. This could be thank you, Ryan Pluckelman, for saying Montana Huckleberry is the best flavor in the world, or it could have been, hey man, we don't just allow anybody on our nutrition team. Because I've often said that Hammer at some point was like, man, you know, we need a race team. Somebody order fifty jerseys, and and somehow in the translation. They said 50 jerseys, but someone wrote down 50,000. And so when they came in from China, they were like, what? How many boxes does it take for 50 jerseys? Like, no, we got 50,000. Like, oh. And hats. Yeah. How are you going to get rid of these? (laughs) I got it. They can't get rid of it. We won't say no to anybody. Anybody that applies (laughs) to be on our race team, you're in. And so that's how that's that's because every every, every race you go to. It's like, God damn it. How many athletes do you have? Yeah. Or, and it's like the, the hammer old school triathlon tight, you know, with a zipper. Oh yeah. <laughs> I said, order 50 of them. You ordered 50,000. <laughs> Everyone has that. Yep. Something from hammer. Maybe so I don't know why they tagged me. Cause it expired. It was one of those. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Is, like in a story. Yeah, I was like, why, why, okay. why am I in a story? I didn't oh, know. I wish, mystery. I know. Did you email them? Find no, out? I, contact I, form? Well, I figured if it was good, they probably would have sent me like a case of Montana Huckleberry. <laughs> That's probably true. Like, you know, hey, one of our, our executives was listening to your tertiary running podcast because <laughs> they had listened to all the Ginger Runner episodes and they're like, ah, I'll try this jogger one. Yeah, I'll try We heard you talk about the preach the gospel of the Huckleberry. And we just wanted to send you something, but I, it, it wasn't Not that. bad. It's pretty good. No, it's, it's dynamite. It's the only reason. Yeah. Like, I would... If Hammer was going to fold, like, guys, we can't go on anymore, I would I would do everything I could in my power to send in a cat burglar <laughs> or, like, one of, those, one of those teams from a movie, like the Ocean's Eleven team. You know, with, George, with the zipline thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. George, yeah. Clooney, George yeah. Clooney and Don Cheadle and Brad Pitt are breaking oh, yeah. into the Hammer uh, the factory and stealing the Montana Huckleberry <laughs> recipe. <laughs> You know, <laughs> steal that recipe and then give it to the folks at Tailwind or 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 Goo or Mertens or whatever that's whatever the is that right, the trendy new right. one Mertens? Yeah, uh, Mortons, Mortons or Mortens or yeah, yeah, that's the really like six bucks a pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Both just like pretty good. Who's got money to waste? Six dollars yeah. a pop. <laughs> Someone does out yeah, there. No, but yeah, so I, I, I would totally, runner people. So so if George Clooney ever gets arrested at the Hammer. Uh, factory you'll know it's because they're going out of business and I want that goddamn recipe 
Huckleberry, Montana Huckleberry. <laughs> Whenever I say Huckleberry, it reminds me of Huckleberry, like either from Police Academy or The Bear. No, it was that. It was that. Um, when I think of Huckleberry, remember that great movie Tombstone? Yes. Where Val Kilmer played Doc Holliday? Yeah. He'd always say, I'll be a Huckleberry. After he would, <laughs> he'd cough. And that's what no, he, would, think of that. he would say, son. I think of that all the time. All the time. So, as we, I think we covered. Are you comf- are you comfortable with this? Are you proud yeah. of of this episode? Uh, like, I, I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, I could talk to you forever, really. Well, can we save it for another one? Because yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you don't want to. Talk no, 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 no. Because I no. Because if we if we waste it all now, here's yeah, the right. Yeah, we got to right. save some. No, because yeah, because then people will be like, next time I have Annie on, I'm like, oh, I've already heard everything Annie has to say, and they usually have questions, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next time we have you on, I'll like ask people to submit questions. Yeah, that's always fun. And we can we can go through that. Then we actually talk about like real nutrition stuff. Right. Yeah. We no, but I like, think I can But I did uh, cover quite a bit. No, no, you have. And 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 I I will say this. Um, this is the number one podcast as far as podcasts that have mentioned the the corn shaped corn on the cob holders. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and that's really the most important part no it is and, and i know that yeah. apple doesn't break it down like that but mm-hmm. if they did if there's a category for podcasts <laughs> to mention corn on the cob shaped yeah. corn holders we would be they'd be the top one we should hashtag that totally you know it should be a hat you should just simply learn hashtags so you could use that corn on the cob shaped corn on the cob holder shaped, yeah. corn shaped corn on the <laughs> cob it's the most meta thing ever it really is. Yeah, I love it. It's like, what do you hold your corn with? Corn. It looks like corn. It looks like corn. It's amazing. It's textured too. Oh like, yeah. Oh, you, know, you feel it on there. I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't want to buy a new set because I'm sure you nope. can go on Amazon. I want to go to an estate sale of yes. a woman named Franny or Gertrude <laughs> or Ethel who lived in West Dallas. Yep. Um, and I want to buy her corn on the cob wrong is maybe like oh, not there's, yeah, there's one that are, there's there's some crooked ones on there one's a little dirty one yes. got too close to the to the oven and melted a bit melted yep that's what i want jeff bezos yep. i don't want a brand new one nope. um i i know right now since i'm 12 right exactly exactly <laughs> I know right now, since I'm saying this in my into my computer, all the ads I'm going to have uh, when I scroll tomorrow is going to be for corn-shaped corn in the cob holder. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's so much better than the other things that pop into my oh, feed. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's like, come on. I was looking for a birthday present for my wife. I don't want to see it every single day. I know. For the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And since I hang around with Jeff Stafford, stop sending me silver singles ads i am 42 years old and married stop it that's awesome (laughs) i'm not silver and i'm not a single so just stop sending that to me not even close you but you just had you had you said an anniversary right you and brian yeah march 31st how how many years march 30th (laughs) how many years three three years oh you're still honeymooners yeah. 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 You still like each other. You haven't gone through the shit. It's going to be expensive to leave this guy. So I'm going to have to work this out. <laughs> the fact that I can't remember our anniversary, though. Boy, I tell you what, people say romance is dead and they're right. Andy can't even remember. It's like, is it out March? I don't know. 
I don't know. I get confused the 30th, 31st. It all comes back to that game where you have to use your right. knuckles, you know, to figure out. Listen, Brian, is. most women forget the happiest day of their life. You know, it's it's, right. it's common. No big deal. But, I remember the cake, though. That was good. What kind of cake did you get? Well, Brian picked the inside, so it was chocolate, and I got to pick the frosting, which was buttercream. Oh, because I only go. really like the frosting, so I yeah. eat the frosting and he eats the cake. I always feel bad for people that buy cakes that look like something. Like, cause when you get a cake that looks like a, like if you got a cake, look like a marathon shoe. You know, like yeah. If you're both runners, like we're going to get a wedding cake and it's going to be a, his shoe and her shoe. And <laughs> and it's going to be a Hoka Clifton for me. Oh God. And it's going to be a Saucony Kilvarna four for him. And then, but it, but it looks great, but it's fondant and fondant oh. tastes awful. And then with raspberry on the oh. inside, or cherry and some fruit. And I'm like, it was ruined. You know, when I go wedding to a wedding, it comes with fruit mm-hmm, inside. Yeah. If, I, if I go to a wedding and the cake is fondant and fruit in there, I just grab my gift and I leave. Throw it. And I'm like, you, you're not getting a coffee maker. <laughs> you're going to serve nothing. this shit. I just <laughs> wanted a piece of wedding cake without raspberry <laughs> jam in it. <laughs> is that, excuse it's me, vanilla, chocolate. Is this, ras- is this raspberry preserves? Yes, sir. The <laughs> finest raspberry preserves. Fuck this. I'm- Get the coffee maker. We're leaving. <laughs> out of here. Oh, I agree completely with you. That is such a downer when there's fruit in a cake. Mega downer. Unless it's like, you know, strawberry shortcake. But that's like what it's Oh, called. yeah. Yeah, sure. But it's, that's it's different. Oh, if it's Chocolate like, cake. Yeah. When, and then all of a sudden you take a bite and you didn't see that there was raspberry in it. Oh, because it's dark. Because you're in a dark, dark room. Yeah, and, like Black Forest, you know, right. kind of thing. And your aunt and your uncle are doing the electric slide. Right. And you you're know? just sitting there enjoying, thinking you're going to enjoy chocolate cake. And then you get a the raspberry or cherry. Oh, or, oh. oh it's just a oh, fondant raspberry. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, but no, but do you have any big plans for, for the year? Um, yeah. Have you um, have you seen I uh, I got a lottery? Like, how do I want to say it? It ticket or uh basically i got a lottery spot to climb mount whitney wow yeah so i'm going to attempt the lowest point in the continental u.s to the highest point um so from badwater basin to the top of mount whitney so 146 miles okay so they only let certain amount of people that used to be kind of everybody kind of went to the top just yeah yeah it's um there's only so many spots um per day 100 per day i think it is um and so you have to put your name in a hat a lottery and I want to say, I mean, I and I don't know if this number is correct. Um, 70,000, 70,000. Yeah, 70,000. You can't remember your anniversary. How are you supposed water. to remember this number? I know. That's just it. That's why I, I kind of glance at Brian <laughs> to double check. <laughs> I so did that with our anniversary, too. And right. it's like three. What day? Out. I don't know. <laughs> so is this are you doing bad water and, and then you're going to finish up on there? Or are you doing your own bad water? It's my it's an FKT attempt. So um, it'll yeah, it's like the so Badwater 135, which is the yeah. race, used to be up to the top of Mount Whitney. So it right. used to be 146 miles. And then they had to um, stop that, I want to say, because of permits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it just goes to the portal now. So it's 135 miles. So there is a governing body, let's call it, for the 146 miles that keeps track of who has the records for, you know, up 146, up and down and, you know, thing, yeah. you know, odd FKTs like that. Yeah. So 
Um, so yeah, so I got a permit um, to to climb Mount Whitney. So that means I can attempt uh, to do this. So that'll be in late July, and that's it right now. Well, that's that's a lot. That's a, that's, that's kind yeah. of a big deal. What it's is, a lot. I mean, you have to train for for roads, for heat. You've got altitude because it goes you know thirteen thousand some odd feet. Or you're whatever. not going to Rib Mountain and getting fourteen thousand that kind of vert. <laughs> at, you're not going to Holy Hill and getting that kind of vert. No, not even a little bit. Although my friend did calculate if you do 40, 40 up and downs at Rib Mountain, that's 26 miles. Yeah. And 20, 20, what was it? 12,000 feet of elevation. Oh, wow. Or gain, you know. Oh, you need to start something. You need, you need to start something, like make it a thing. Make it a thing, a race. Yeah, make the make call the call the McRib at at, at Rib Mountain. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say Where, call it something McRib. <laughs> right. You start the race, the gun goes off. You got to eat a McRib sandwich, and then you run Every up lap. and down Mark Rib of uh, Mount Rib. That's amazing. A bunch of times, and you got to finish with a McRib sandwich. A big McRib sandwich, like a, a huge fully one. loaded one. Oh yeah, with the onions That's and everything amazing. on it. Yeah. McDonald's is the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it's the healthiest thing they've ever done. <laughs> In Wausau, probably. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but probably. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we have mixed salads. What are you talking right. about? <laughs> with, with romaine, right. maybe. With, yeah, you got some icebergs up, <laughs> iceberg lettuce up in this bitch. Low um, fat dressing. Yeah, it's going to be great. But how do you how do you plan on training for, for Badwater living in the land of, of, of flatness and cheese? Yeah, I mean, we had snow yesterday, so we're still uh, yeah. we're still in winter a little bit, but uh, lots of time in the sauna. Um, I've got a the altitude trainer. Okay, so I'll use that here. You have a like like, bit. like the hypoxy thing, yeah, the or, hypoxy, yep. or the, the yep. twenty dollar mask you get at Academy Sports. No, not that one. Like the hypoxy with the um, the the two. Gotcha. Like okay, the, the whole yeah mask and. The first time I saw the the twenty dollar mask from Academy Sports, yeah, like when that just came out, the Dark Knight Rises had just came out, and I was like, "Shit, these people really love that Bane character." <laughs> like, it is not Halloween, but I don't know what's going on here. Why? What? Why is Bane trending? And I found out it's just a you figured it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. little mask deal. Yeah, I never had one of those. Um, I hear they don't work. That's what I heard. That's what all the research said, but. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you can believe it. You can you can fool yourself into you know lots of things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sure. So you do that. So, you get the sauna and then the hypoxy the yep, filter. I'll do that. Um, I uh, you know I, I run on the roads uh, mm-hmm. fairly regularly and I'll hit the trails too because it's it's 135 miles of road and then 11 miles of trail. So yeah. I don't need to be super trail. You know, um, I don't have to be really used to trail. It's really more so getting used to the roads, which I can find around here. And you know, come July or June, June and July, I get pretty humid around here and right. hot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it'll be okay. I've got a trip planned down to Florida, uh, which will be nice. Yeah. Um, just simply, um, you know, again, there is benefit to being in the humidity and then pair that with the heat, okay. uh, certainly. And then um, that's all flat and roads and bad water is basically, I mean, it's three climbs plus Whitney, I think mm-hmm. it is. Um, so, and the, the climbs in the 135 were not terrible. I mean, there were lots of tears, but now I say they're not terrible and, um, they probably aren't really, if you're, you know, truly prepared. So lots of hiking, I do a lot of hiking on the treadmill. Um, so 
I've, um, I've started training, not necessarily like a lot of people are like, Oh, I got to get the miles in four hours and five hours and all of these runs. And it's yeah. like, there's, there's so much more early on that you can do, um, to prepare for these types of things than just running. Um, the running part, I really reserve for, you know, 12 weeks out, you know, right. to really amp that stuff up. Not, not so much the 15, 20 and 30 weeks that a lot of people do. What do you, what do you do those early weeks to train? Um, I keep up the mileage probably is going to sit. It probably sits around 50 to mm-hmm. 60. Yeah. Right in there. Um, just, so just kind of like, you know, maintenance starting to build that kind of thing. And then, um, yeah, it's really, um, getting used to hiking again, you know, yeah. getting, you know, I don't start with an hour on, you know, hiking at 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, and just kind of increase from there. Cause I don't, I, I haven't been injured and I don't want to be injured, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just, I always feel like just taking your time and building it back up versus that all or nothing way of training, uh, is just way better for you. <laughs> I'll be anxious to see that, that go down. Are you going to have uh, Brian on the Instagram? Is he going to be on the gram following you along on your attempt? He'll be on the gram. He will um, hopefully be, uh, you know, uh, on social quite a bit with that. I probably will post the link. Okay. Uh, so people can follow along. I didn't with Ice Age because it was just so long. Right. People so lose attention. They're like, different. 30 days? What? You no. Know, yeah. And and so it just, and it, it the, the spot tracker turns off and it's going to yeah. come. It, so it's just a little bit more to that. But with this being 146 miles, um, I'll, I'll likely put that tracker out there so people can follow and, and be a part of it and, and that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'm having a crew come out with me, uh, not just Brian, there'll be other people, which mm-hmm. is good. Brian, um, he is, he, um, burns through like his clothes in sunshine. So, um, yeah, like he, he's, 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 you'd think he was Irish, but he's not <laughs> like, he's just, he's very pale and um, like he just burns so easily. So going to Badwater and him being in the sun is not always, you know, probably recommended. So you have, <laughs> so, you're bringing a lot of zinc. He'll have zinc on his nose yeah, and all right. That like he, yeah, we go through sunscreen like crazy and, and I can, I'll just stand in the sun and I just Brown just yeah. one shade to the next. So um, for him, you know, he might do some running, he'll do more crewing and stuff. So we have people coming out who are going to run and pace and, yeah. and be a part of it and, and keep him entertained as well, which is good. Cause you know how that goes when you're crewing and you're alone. And oh yeah. That's never fun. Yeah. You know? I, I'm not sure. Brian always tells me I'm, I would be a terrible crew person. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you are. I think he's better at crewing than you are. Yeah. He's some, some level of patience that I don't think I have. Yeah. But you know what? That's, it's so rare to find that in a couple. Like if you both were really good at crewing and stuff, you know, if like, let's say, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you both have FKTs and the same trails and you both are dieticians and you both, you know, it would be totally boring. Yeah, you know, right. nothing to talk about. Exactly. It would be like, it would be totally boring. You'd be divorced yeah. by night. Like that was a mistake. You yeah. know, no honeymoon period. Right. It's the spice of life, you know? Yeah. Like there's something in your heart just goes pitter patter when you when you have Brian taking care of you at an aid station and crewing you. I wonder if that's how he feels. No, he gets a little pitter patter when you're impatient and you leave early. You know, he's like, oh, she's not there. Yeah, it's not there. She's not that she left because she was tired of waiting. God, I love that woman. She's wonderful. I'll, I'm going to remember that. That's what he thinks. That's, that makes yeah. me feel better. It's one of the things Thank he loves you. about you. Yeah. yeah, we've talked nice. about that. He's like, yeah, what I love about my wife is she's impatient and she's a horrible person. To <laughs> she crew. sucks to crew. Sucks at crewing. She'll leave early. 
She's like, hurry up. Jesus, you're way off your pace. I got things to do here. I'm Annie fucking Weiss. I got to record a Between Two Pastries episode. You know, I'm going on the Billy Yang podcast. I ain't got time for this. Yeah, um, so I wanted to ask you before we wrap things up here, if anyone's still yeah. listening. Hello. Um, so you have the, the great FK. You said the women's FKT on the Ice Age Trail. Yeah. And right at the beginning of the pandemic, Corey Waltrain, Waltrain, awesome Waltrain, who's got the best name ever. His, his, yeah, right. You know, his, his married name is Awesome Waltrain, which I think is yeah. just great. But he he got your FKT. So he now has the male FKT. You have the, the women's FKT. He's got the overall. When you follow that along and just be honest here, because I think it's okay. We all we're all excited. We all think it's great that Corey beat it, and I, I think Corey's an incredible athlete. And I, I love his story, but there's a part. Is there a small part of you when you have that wonderful record? Is there a small part of you going like, just give up, give up on day twenty? <laughs> just because. Come on, you can't do it. <laughs> right? Is there a- oh, absolutely. I love Corey. I think he's a wonderful human being. He's so kind. He is. Um, but absolutely, especially for those of us that are competitive, yep. we're always going to be, you know, just kind of like trip, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you're just like, you know, and I think that that's normal. I think that's natural. I was happy for him. I went out and ran with him or um, God, where were we? Um, white watery area. Yeah. Yeah. Right down that way um not on the trails we were on the road you yeah. know connect around and yeah. he's he's just a wonderful human being and um so it was enjoyable it was nice to to meet him mm-hmm. i think it would have been worse if i never would have met him and right. got to meet him um in that way and he's actually agreed to um come out to Badwater. oh really and, and be a part yep and be a part of that so um brian and him have, have grown as friends and so it's i try to think like as much as it's like Oh, that sucks. Right. (laughs) Like, darn it. Um, It still is like so many great things have come from that experience. Like my experience with the Ice Age Trail FKT is my experience alone. Mm -hmm. His is his experience. And yet we I've grown to meet so many people and, and get to know people or learn about people. And he's one of them. And without my experience, he maybe wouldn't have had that experience. Right. And then we would, you know, so I try to think of it that way and put a positive spin on it. But yeah, I mean, of course, you're always going to think like, just, just be done. Just right. end. Right. Just don't- you don't want bad things to happen, but you're like, no. you're tired of it. Just go ahead and quit. And then yeah, when it quit. looks like, okay, it's going to happen. And then the, the, the shift turns to happiness. Like, that, you know right. what? There's no better person to, to right. for me to share this crown with than Corey Waltering. Right. We all are human, though. So, yeah, I mean, it's so funny because so many people say like, no, I was happy the whole time. But the, from the first day, I'm like, I hope they get my record. No, there was some point on there saying no, trip, no one trip, trip, broken. trip, right, trip, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like Jim Walmsley. Where are the bears? Right, exactly. Like Jim yeah. Walmsley, at some point, someone's going to run a faster Western States time than him. Of course. And yep. when they interview him afterwards, he's going to be like, you know what? I knew they were going to do it all along. I was happy. You know, I'm so excited that they were able to push their body to that limit. And it's just so great to be able to pass the baton on. That's what they tell Brian Powell. But before they get to Brian right. Powell at mile seven, like fucking trap, trap. I want my record. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's okay. And because you know the hard work that you put mm-hmm. into it. It's just being human. You don't want it to be, 
Yeah, it's being human. Exactly. Right. That's okay. We're all allowed to have these thoughts, but it's how you behave at the end when it's... Correct. The, it's, it's the reaction. Counts right. the most. I don't yep. hold anything above uh, against anybody for being like... If you would just trip mile 70, I'd be okay. Because I, I just want to breathe easier for <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. All right. Podcast. Got some new episodes, right? Yeah. We've got a lot coming out. And uh, some really good ones. We have some good interviews. Uh, actually, um, we are in the process of scheduling Allie Kiefer. Okay. Um, pretty quick here. So, which is really great. We've had... Um, Let's see. We did some interviews recently. We have Abby Langer, who is she's one of the best and most well-known dietitians in Canada. Um, she is she's just a spitfire. So uh, she's really fun to listen to mm-hmm. and talk with because um, she's just she she's swearing and cussing about everything that, you know, I didn't think they swore and cussed in Canada. I thought it would just be like, oh, well, darn. And it's, and it's like the, with the accent, right. you know. Oh, hey, uh, hey, the diet that I do is all poutine and maple syrup. <laughs> That's what I fuel at all my races is poutine and maple syrup. (laughs) Gosh, darn it. (laughs) Right. And just talking to it was just, it was just like that. It was awesome. Um, And we've got some, we had some episodes come out recently where, you know, we were talking about fat phobia Mm -hmm. and people's fear of, um, you know, being in a heavier body and just other people being in a heavier body. Yeah. And what that's like for people. And those, those were probably some of my favorite episodes that we've released because, um, you know, you talk about obesity, quote unquote, as an epidemic. And really the bigger issue is fat phobia and people, the comments that fly out of people's mouths is just unreal. Yeah. I've always thought it's interesting that people think they have some sort of um, uh, providence over other people's bodies where they can make comments. It's like, that's, that's, you know, right. And I'm public. I mean, everybody's got that voice that they tell to shut up in the back of their head. But right. what people have typed out to complete mm-hmm. strangers, it's always like, you know, like, really? Right. You know, it's, it, it's that you can tell they're 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 fearful of they have their own fears with fat or with food, because, you know, like you said, you'll hear people just rant, say to random strangers like, you know, you shouldn't get the large soda or right. why are you eating that sandwich? You should get this sandwich, you right. know, and it just comments and you're yeah. just like. And it, and it happens in workplaces and people talking about their macros and their this and yeah. their that and and shaming people. And so we, we do a lot of work with that. Uh, I do a lot of work with it on a regular basis with people. And it's just really sad because it fuels and it keeps cycling this whole epidemic that we have. And we don't know people's situations. They might nope. be overweight because they don't have access because they have a disease or syndrome and autoimmune something. Right you know whatever it might be we we don't know and no one wishes to be 500 pounds like no no and i think too i i don't think people realize that harmful comments on on social media or or in people's personal lives like Mm -hmm. saying to someone you shouldn't get the diet soda you shouldn't get the large soda or something like that that that's not i don't know if that's a legacy you want to leave behind I don't know if you want to be remembered as that, as the dickwad, you know, I don't, right. I don't, you know, I, I know I do the trolling that goes on in the comments and just the, I, you don't know, maybe that's the one soda that they have a month. Maybe that right. that's all they have money for. Maybe right. that's, well, you know, like we don't know, maybe they, maybe they're, they were hypoglycemic and they needed a Coke, you know, like yeah. 
We don't know. We're we not spot. one judge, but we're so afraid of being fat ourselves that yeah. we shame other people. Yeah, and I think it's. I think yeah, it. It. You're right. It's. It's. It's something where people still feel like they can uh, make a comment on that, and, and I do feel bad because everybody, everybody is dealing with something. Everyone yeah. has a struggle going on that you know nothing about, yep. Yep. and we all kind of you know fill in the blanks from someone in our with our own experience. And most of the time, when you fill in those blanks, we're wrong. This is lazy, oh. lazy. <laughs> I I ran a fifty k, and I got a hundred mile belt buckle. I'm gonna tell this person about my macros oh. and, my, and my gluten, yeah. and and you know, and it's just and I think I think more I think more positivity comes from loving kindness. Yes. Like, you know, then it does being a dick. I don't think I don't think many dicks have changed lives. No, um, I can't imagine. Right. And I think some, I think sometimes I mean, you see them on Maury Povich, you know, like <laughs> like like so and so was a dick to me in high school. Look at me now. You know, that that sort of thing. But that's yeah, yeah that's true. I think most people, you know. If you if you if you show loving kindness, they'll get around to it eventually. They'll they'll find the way, or maybe they won't. And that's okay. They all and follow their own okay. path. Right. That's okay. But, yeah, because you do kind of tackle you you do have to tackle a lot of food things. Which I think it's really good. We do, we do, and it's a lot of things. It's more so for us to vent, yeah. you know, and it, that's how why it was created. And now it's morphed into you know picking up topics that are kind of buzz, mm-hmm. you know, things that we're seeing and. Um, you know, we try to debunk all of the diets out there and figure out why people are trying to do the things that they're doing and tell stories about how, you know, it's failed or succeeded or whatever. And, um, especially because we know we have a lot of athletes listening Mm -hmm. and it's just so, again, it's so important that athletes in particular don't follow this stuff. And, you know, athlete or not, your kids are always watching and they're always listening. And I had a kid today tell me in class, she's like, my dad does, you know, X diet. And so when we have pasta dinner, he has to make this separate meal. And it just mm-hmm. sucks because we can never go out to eat. And she, you could viv- like visually see how upset she was. Right. And it's just like, really? Because you don't want that extra 10 pounds on your body. Right. Yeah. Ugh, it's just stuff like that. And so we talk a lot about that and why people feel that and the shame they feel. And oftentimes it's diving deeper into, you know, comment that mom made back when they were nine years old or whatever, you know, it goes back to some trauma and, or whatever, a boyfriend said they were fat or doctor said their BMI was high. And now all of a sudden we're latched onto it and can't be fat, have to eat all this, all the weird ways and stuff like that. So it's really a shame. And so we try to tackle all that and just debunk all of the things that are out there, especially on media. You do have fun too. So it's not like, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, we do you have a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're silly between troop two pastries is the podcast. And we'll be following along Annie on your FKT attempt this summer. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. By the way, um, if you go to the adventure jogger.com, uh, slash gear. We do have a new shirt available. It's the I thought the mountains were calling. Turns out it was just someone trying to reach me about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shirt is available now <laughs> in most sizes, twelve dollars, because everybody's gotten that call. <laughs> Which, you need a David Gruber shirt <laughs> <laughs> for Wisconsin people only. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the mountains were calling. Turns out it was just David Gruber. Or Eisenberg, Weigel, and Carlson. Again, those <laughs> yeah. Are, yeah. Or Habish, Habish, and Rotier. And Rotier. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, Annie. Thank you so much. <laughs> We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 